guys, have you tried Poshmark? Poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell your clothes. Find your favorite brands like Nike, Lululemon, and Reformation at up to 70% off. Download the app and use Podcast 10 at sign up for $10 off your first purchase. Have clothes that aren't sparking joy? Poshmark is great for selling too. Stars like Serena Williams, DJ Khaled, and more have closets on Poshmark. Just take a photo, set your price, and earn cash. It's that simple. Don't forget to use Podcast 10 when you sign up for $10 off your first purchase on Poshmark. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Google, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. And if you're confused, maybe you're new to the modern podcast game, just go look for that podcast button on your smartphone device. For example, many of you have an Apple phone. It's a purple podcast button. You tap it, you tap search, you type in ML Sports Platter, you download and subscribe, leave the feedback and a five-star review. All a part of the Brawl Network. You can get me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports, and our platform on Twitter as well. Just go ahead and follow at Network Brawl. We're brought to you by Bryant and Stratton College for every and in life. BryantStratton.edu. Two and four year degrees are starting soon. Make sure you head on over to the website, fill out a little question uh, type of survey thing, and, and you can uh, get placed a, a lot easier uh, there. It's very user friendly as well. Bryant and Stratton College, the official college of the ML Sports Platter. A tip of the cap thank you as well to Western New York OTB. Make sure you get over to your off-track betting in Western New York and OTBs throughout racing season in New York State, wherever you may be. And a big uh, thank you to a couple other sponsors here, uh, the Al and Angus Pub, the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, and Stanley Law Offices. Make sure you visit stanleylawoffices.com where it's always personal. If you're an accident victim, Talk with someone from the dedicated team of Stanley Law Offices today. StanleyLawOffices.com. All right, so this is a podcast. It's just me, but I'm going to really dive into all teams in the NFL and free agency as of right now. So I'm recording this. A, a lot of <laughs> a lot of free agents. Um, you know, have, have, have been signed. There's been, um, you know, a few trades around the league. Um, you know, and everybody loves to do, like, their top five winners, top five losers, blah, blah, blah. I want to go through <clears throat> each and every team. I'm going to do some quick hit stuff, quick hit, you know, takeaway, uh, quick hits, some takeaways, and then, you know, I'll, I'll say at the end, you know, kind of, where I think they are. Uh, I'll either label them a winner or a loser or a middleman. How's that? I'm going to call a middleman where I can't really decide if it's a, if it's a loss or, or, or a win. I'm recording this um, Friday afternoon heading into the weekend and all this. So uh, March 19th, you know, there might be some stuff going on. Uh, over the weekend, obviously, the rumors have been flying uh, big time about Zach Ertz going to Buffalo. So we'll see if any of that stuff takes place over the weekend. But as I record this, <clears throat> this is uh, you know these these are the moves that have been have been made so far. Um, basically, kind of going alphabetical order with the league here. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals, I think, 
are a winner uh, right now. I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, they have shored up a couple of, of, of big-time spots. Um, <clears throat> they go get a reliable kicker in Matt Prater. Well, you want to be a start with J.J. Watt. Uh, Matt Prater, you go get A.J. Green. Again, I don't think A.J. Green is anywhere near what he used to be. Uh, but one year, $8 million, the $6 million guaranteed is a lot. But, but you add a weapon... A guy who used to be one of the top two, three receivers in the league, he still knows how to play. He won't have a lot of pressure there because he'll be like the third or fourth option. I like that move a lot. Uh, they shored up major defensive uh, places as well. They had to go out and add to the corner depth. They got Rob, Robert Alford uh, and Marcus Golden, of course, an edge defender. Uh, they, they picked him up as well, Tanner uh, Viejo, at two years and 4.1 to help out with the linebacker unit. And, of course, the big swing was J.J. Watt. I mean, two years at $31 million, $23 million of that guaranteed J.J. Watt. Uh, you know, when he first signed, it was, well, he's not going to a contender. Uh, he chose the lifestyle and chose the money more than being a contender. But maybe J.J. Watt knew more than you when he signed. What do I mean by that? Yes, despite the division, despite different things, they maybe gave him a direction in terms of where they were going in free agency, and since they signed Watt, look at what they have done. Now, I don't think that they're the Packers or the Bucks or uh, you know the elite of the NFC <clears throat> or the elite of the NFL, but I think the Cardinals are pretty good. Uh, they took a real major swan dive last year, but <clears throat> when you look at this team, there's a lot of talent there. Kyler Murray's there. Uh, they're growing. So I, I think I'm going to throw a winner card on these guys. Arizona Cardinals, winner. Atlanta Falcons, loser. Um, so far. Uh, we have a long way to go, obviously. We have the NFL draft. Um, <clears throat> you know, where are they going to go with Matt Ryan? Um, are they going to go now with Arthur Smith as a new head coach? Are they going to go with a, 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 a different approach offensively? Are they going to go quarterback in the draft? But as far as free agency goes, I mean, they're a loser at this particular point. You know, they did pick up Allen Bailey, an edge defender I don't know much about. They picked up Ricardo Allen, a safety. And Lee Smith, they made a trade for the former Bills tight end, a 2022 late-round pick. I guess it makes sense for them to have another option at tight end. But you're also bringing in a guy who actually really, 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 really mauled retirement about a week ago. So... The Falcons be the Falcons, man. They really needed to win that Super Bowl against the Patriots, 28-3. Gosh. Man, that franchise, I tell you, they're, I think they're in a total rebuild mode, mode. And I've heard a lot of people say that they have a lot of faith still left in Matt Ryan, and that's fine. But if I'm Atlanta and I'm starting over, new GM, new head coach, <clears throat> you know, you've got the draft in, 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 in coming up. I don't know, man. I, I would I would almost move on from one of my big core pieces. Uh, if I can get a load back, why not do that? You know, you could maybe shed some cap money as well. They might run it back with Matt Ryan. They really might. But, uh, you know, again, Calvin Ridley, you could probably build around him. You know, I don't know. I mean, do you trade Matt Ryan and, and Julio and kind of try to start over? Um, man, the Atlanta Falcons, just such a question mark. Are you good at guessing what people want? This year, stop guessing and give them what they want. From burgers to video games to ripped jeans. They pick their gift from some of their favorite brands with a choice gift card from giftcards.com. It's genius. 
Grand Canyon University, a Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering over 200 engaging programs online. Praised for its culture of community, students build meaningful professional relationships with faculty who become partners in your success. GCU's online students received over $100 million in scholarships in 2020. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you qualify for. I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Um, let's go to the Ravens. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be middleman right now because I just don't know really a ton um, about a lot of the guys they, they brought in outside of the Kevin Zietler move, which I, I really like. Uh, you know, the Ravens made it a point. They really, really, really wanted to shore up the offensive line after 2020. They did that. They bring in the guard uh, into Baltimore. They've signed, you know, uh, a f- kind of some marginal guys, right? Uh, other than that, you know, you get Justin Ellis, you re-sign him, you go out and get Tyus Bowser, uh, who got great money uh, at four years and, and $22 million. Um, You know, so uh, we'll see what... Uh, We'll see what all these guys bring to uh, to the table. Um, you know, Bowser is a uh, and, and that's a re-sign, by the way, for the Ravens at four years and twenty-two million. Um, yeah, had to probably keep him because he's one of your top edge guys. Uh, so I'll go middleman right now for the Ravens. Still some room there uh, as well. Buffalo Bills, I'm going winner. And I know that a lot of folks out there in Bills Mafia think that you know the Bills haven't done anything. I'm not saying everybody in the fan base thinks this way, but there are a lot of people who feel, uh, and it's not just Twitter, uh, but 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 Bills fans in general, like, geez, they haven't made a big splash. And they, you know, well, as I record this, there's a real good chance that they're probably going to get Zach Ertz. So if you're going to listen to this on Monday and he's on the team, don't be surprised. Um, you know, they, they went into the offseason looking for probably, you know, A, they wanted to run it back with a lot of the same guys, right? That was their number one goal. Well, they've done that, right? Check the box. Within the framework of everything else, it was, hey, Got to find a corner, probably got to find an edge rusher, got to find a little bit more beef on the offensive line, you know, and then plug and play here and there and, and do our thing um, for a team that was one win away from the Super Bowl in 2020. Um, and, you know, you can do that via free agency or via the draft, right? But the Bills, I mean, look, I, I think this is a really, really, really great off season for Buffalo because... They re-signed Matt Milano, Darrell Williams, John Feliciano. Um, they made the cap room for those guys and elsewhere by cutting John Brown and cutting Quentin Jefferson. And it's stunning to me that John Brown said that he was blindsided by it. I mean, how could you not see it coming? I, I, I don't understand that. I mean, you got like an eight nine million dollar cap hit. You know, the cap is fifteen million dollars less because of the corona, 
and the offense got really, really good and, and dominated without you in the lineup, and you're an injury-plagued guy. So <laughs> how did you not see it coming? I just don't understand. Um, you know, I just mentioned the trade of Lee Smith to Atlanta. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I think, is going to be a great signing. I know he's 34 years old, but he can play three wide receiver positions. He's going to be perfect in the gadget, Brian Dable sort of tricky Bills offense. I love this move. Uh, now you got Diggs. You know, you've got you've got Sanders. You've got Beasley. <clears throat> Again, Gabe Davis, a lot less pressure for him now as well with Emmanuel Sanders there. So I think that's just a great move and, and obviously gives Josh Allen another weapon uh, the Bills want to run it back. They like the team they have. The culture's there. The locker room is there. Everything's there. They bring in Mitch Trubisky to back up Josh Allen. Um, you know, Matt Barkley's days are numbered, but hell of a job by Brandon Bean, you know, in terms of calling Matt Barkley and, and delaying his press conference to make sure that he he knew how important that he was to the Bills franchise. Brandon Bean is just all class all the way. But I love this move. I think Mitchell Trubisky could maybe have a little bit of a renaissance in Buffalo. He backs up, you know, uh, Josh Allen and really had a, a, a lot of struggles in Chicago. Outside of Montgomery and um, Allen Robinson, not a lot of weapons in Chicago. A half-assed offensive line. Horrendous head coaching uh, with Matt Nagy. Terrible front office with Ryan Pace. But... And I know that they traded up to get him. I know, I know all about the quarterback woes in Chicago. But here's the thing. Mitch Trubisky maybe maybe is a backup in the NFL for a little while until he can find his footing again. And <clears throat> what better place to go than Buffalo? You're going into everything that's already built in. You can get some confidence back. And God forbid if Josh Allen were to go down for a game or two, you can insert Mitchell Trubisky into a system that's way better with way better coaching. So I love this move. Matt Hawk also signed as a, a punter, so it probably spells the end of Corey Bajorquez for the Buffalo Bills. I'll go winner for the Bills. They're bringing everybody back. And you know what? They didn't make a big splash, people say. Well, getting Matt Milano, Darrell Williams, and John Feliciano under the market value for three positions that you had to have, good move. Good moves. And, and by the way, it's funny when people are like, oh, you know, they, they – they didn't, they didn't make a splash. A, but also B, like, you know, hey, we gotta, we gotta fill these, we gotta fill these positions. You know, I mean, God, these guys are as good as gone. Well, Matt Milano, Darrell Williams, and John Feliciano count as being filling, you know, position fillers, right? Because they could have been free agents, but instead, you're bringing them back. And so, not only do you bring them back, you know, guys, you know. The, the, the group, the culture, the locker, all that stuff. Not only is all of that back with those three players, but you've also removed the need to bring in linebacker, tackle, guard. You know, you, you've, I mean, you've brought the players back, you're, you know, but you've also filled major position needs. Again, now you kind of plug and play. You bring in the edge rusher probably here at some point, probably through the draft. You got to get another corner. They did just sign Levi Wallace, by the way, which is a good deal a one-year deal. So I, I think what the Bills are doing, it's pretty good. And you can do uh, you can do some things with Levi Wallace. I think he's still growing in the system for the Buffalo Bills. Carolina Panthers, you know, I'm going to go middleman here. I, you know, they, they lost some key guys uh, in free agency already. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. I think, you know, you get Cam Irving and, you know, you're, you're beefing up the offensive line. They still have, you know, to figure out the quarterback situation. Are they going to go in uh, all in on, on, on Deshaun Watson? 
The Panthers haven't done anything blow away, but they haven't really done anything awful. So I'm going to go middleman on the Panthers. Um, you know, the Chicago Bears, man, I, you know, goodness gracious. I, you know, they re-signed the kicker, Santos, who's a really good kicker, obviously. Um, they they may still make a big swing for Russell Wilson despite going and getting Andy Dalton. Uh, Allen Robinson, they franchise tagged him, and I hate the franchise tag. <clears throat> I I do. I despise it. And the reason I don't like it is because it's literally, oh, hey, by the way, you're good enough to stay here for us. We just can't pay you. <laughs> what the market says, right? Like, Allen Robinson should be getting monster wide receiver money. Allen Robinson should be getting top three, top five money in this league. And now he's a franchise player again on this team. And it's just absurd. And if I'm Allen Robinson, I don't want to be there. I mean, I know he doesn't really complain about it. Uh, Tyler Dunn had a great piece on him uh, for Go Long. Make sure you go subscribe and support Tyler, by the way. It's just a terrific platform. Um, but I, I just don't, I just don't, I, I don't like the franchise tag. I think Robinson really deserves his big payday. I really do. But uh, this is going to be something else, man. I, I mean, watching this moving forward with this Bears team, absolutely positively uh, pathetic with this franchise not being able to find uh, a quarterback, you know, in, in what, a century of football. It, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's absurd. It's just crazy. Um, so I'm going to go loser for the Chicago Bears. I really am. Um, Cincinnati Bengals. Picked up a lot of sort of role, solid players, and made a big splash in terms of Trey Hendrickson. That's four years and $60 million. Cincinnati had to get better, had to get better, and they do that with Trey Hendrickson, a guy who was a draft pick of the New Orleans Saints. He was a third rounder back in 2017. Uh, I'm going to put the Bengals in a win position here. I'm going to say winner because... They've shored up two major positions uh, on defense. You know, they had to get help at corner. They went out and got Mike Hilton. They went out and got uh, uh, Chidobi Awuzi, I think is how you pronounce that. And, of course, you know, you're, you, as I just mentioned with Trey Hendrickson. So um, you've got multiple. got Tony Brown. They re-signed the corner. So I, I think Cincinnati, man, uh, I'm going to go winner. I'm going to go winner. And we know what Mike Hilton uh, you know, can bring to the table at, at, at corner. Um, you know, the Jags certainly saw something in him early um, and is a very formidable player. Uh, just was on a, a team that, you know, didn't have a lot of depth pieces and he could be exposed. And sometimes that's something that gets overlooked in the NFL is that you're, you're, you're solid, you're pretty good, but you're getting picked on all the time, um, you know, because the whole team is just not really there yet, right? So, like, maybe a Mike Hilton really is, like, a number two corner, right? He's not really a number one corner on a lot of teams. Maybe he's a number two. Um, or maybe he's a number two who can be a one if two, three, four are a lot better uh, as well because that means a couple of things. Number one, uh, if, 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 you're, if you're the number one guy, a lot of times you're going to get the number one receiver, right? Um they might throw away from you sometimes as well, right? Um, but by the same token, I mean, I think it kind of can work in reverse too, right? I mean, if you switch off and you put, you know, a, a one corner on a two wide, um, 
and the two wide isn't as good a matchup, right, for you. Maybe it's, or a three wide, right? Maybe it's a slot guy. Maybe you get crossed up. Maybe you're doing a different formation uh, and you get exposed. You know, you might let him go for a pass and then you're on your heels now and then you switch off again to the number one wide out and then they go right back to you and something mentally happened where you, you just blew a play and because you're not a number one corner, you know, they keep they keep going at you, going at you, going at you type of a thing. And if a wide receiver is really, really good against a Mike Hilton, um, you know, they keep throwing to him, that's that's it. And there's nobody to, 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 to put in his place and put him at the number two. But I think for Cincinnati right now, I think they did a really good job. I mean, I think Trey Hendrickson's going to really help that club. I really hope Joe Burrow gets back to 100% because I want to watch him play quarterback as well. Put the Bengals in the winner category. Cleveland Browns, um, you know, you get, you re-sign Rashard Higgins at wide out. You know, they sign an edge defender in McKinley. Um, you know, their big splash was John Johnson, the third of safety, a three-year deal for $33.7 million, by the way. $24 million of it totally guaranteed. And uh, he was a guy the Rams, you know, really relied on back there uh, in, in, in zone coverage uh, a lot of the time. Uh, as well, um, so that'll help out. That'll help out Cleveland. Um, I think they need some more line help. Uh, still a little bit of work to do. Not awful, not great. I'm going to go middle. Dallas Cowboys, loser. Uh, I like them taking a chance on Ty Seki. I guess you got nothing to lose at tackle. Um, Jordan Lewis, you bring him in as a corner. Nice, I guess. Um, you know. But, or you, you re-sign, I should say, Jordan Lewis. Um, but the Dak Prescott thing is just is mind-blowing. You franchise tag him until the cows come home. I mean, you, you, you could have gotten him for way, way less. Way, way less. And you waited around, and now you overpaid. You're overpaying for, for. I guess, I mean, is he really good? Is that what we're doing with Dak Prescott? He's a, a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, right? Like, he's not elite, he's not great. <clears throat> you know, he's not Rodgers, Mahomes. What we saw Josh Allen do in 2020. Like, he's not, you know, he's probably not even on the par, on par with Lamar. Um, like, is he a, he's a top 10 quarterback, I guess, right? Um, Russell Wilson, you know, he's behind all those guys, but you're paying, you're paying elite money for really good. And I just, eh, loser category for Dallas. I got to see Dak Prescott, you know, he has been to the playoffs. Dak Prescott in the fourth quarter, still not a ton there to write home about, but, uh, I just, man, that's a lot of money for, for Dak Prescott. That's a lot of money for Dak Prescott. Wow. You know? Goodness. And Jerry Jones, man, owner and GM. He just can't shed that GM tag. Denver Broncos. Uh, I'll go middle. I, I think that they, you know, uh, you get Ronald Darby uh, at corner. Um, that was a, a splash move there. They, they placed the franchise tag on Justin Simmons. Um, I go middleman here on, on the Denver Broncos. Um, you know, they made some necessary cuts with, uh, 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 AJ Bowie and Casey, uh, you know, to, to, to make some room for, 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 uh, 
well, Shelby Harris and Ronald Darby. Uh, and Shelby Harris, uh, you know, again, you're taking him, uh, a guy who knows the division well, right? He was drafted by the Raiders seven years ago. So I'll go middleman here for the Broncos. Still a lot of work to do. Would like to see them do something with uh, the offensive line. And again, have to figure out that quarterback position uh, in Denver. Detroit Lions. You know, I'm going to go winner. I'm going to go winner here because they're taking a stab at a, a new era. I like the idea of just, hey, you know, we got to change some things here. We got to take chances on some things. We're a, a, just a horrendous, I mean, they're a horrendous franchise historically. And they, you know what? They're swinging for it, right? I mean, they traded Matthew Stafford for Jared Goff. Um, we'll see what Goff can bring to the table. A lot of people think that this is a, <clears throat> you know, a better move for the Rams than it is the Lions. But, you know, again, the jury will be out. We'll see. Uh, I, I think Jared Goff certainly doesn't have as much to work with as Matt Stafford with that Sean McVay offense. But, um, you know... Detroit made a ton of cuts. I mean, they cut Shelton and Daniel and Kristen Jones and Bodine and James and Justin Coleman and Desmond Trufant, um, you know, to make a lot of a lot of room for for the draft uh, for 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 upper echelon pick. Uh, perhaps they're going to trade up and go make a splash. Maybe they. Who knows? Maybe they'll try to get a quarterback as well. Um, I think Detroit needs a lot of help offensively from a playmaker standpoint. I know they signed Brashad Perriman for one year and three million. Um, but they really, I think, got to go out, and they got Tyrell Williams for a year. They sign a tight end in Josh Hill. Those things are all nice. I think they got to go out in the draft and get a major, major player. I mean, you know, do you trade up? Do you make sure that you get a guy? They need a Devonta Smith. You know, they need, um, they need a Chase. You know, they need a ma- they need a Kyle Pitts. I mean, they need a ma- a major, major offensive guy uh, in the NFL draft. You have to love. Romeo Aquara, though, uh, you know, the, the former giant getting uh, getting that big money in Detroit. <clears throat> what an edge uh, player uh, he should be. Um, he, they re-signed uh, Aquara. Uh, giant fans, of course, remember from the draft. Uh, three years, 39, and that was a priority for uh, the Lions to kind of try and help build around him. So I, I like Detroit so far in the offseason. I think winner. I don't know if Goff's going to be equal to or better than Stafford, but you know they're swinging for it right now. And again, they need some playmakers on offense desperately. Uh, if I'm them, I go two, three weapons in the draft for sure. Packers, um, meh. I mean, they lose people left and right. Corey Lindsley's gone. Not to be confused with Mike Lindsley. Uh, you know, you re-sign Aaron Jones. Tons of money. Four years, $38 million. I mean, for a running back uh, who's not top seven. Um, eh, loser category for the Packers. Houston Texans. Ton of cuts. They bring in Terod Taylor. Deshaun Watson wants out. <laughs> you know, uh, bumbling mess there. They get Andre Roberts. That was a good move. Um, the former Bill. I mean, he was great last year for Buffalo in punt and kick returns. Uh, two years, six million. I like that because you know you try to shorten the field a little bit. But I mean, I don't see anything positive with Houston across the board. And if they lose Deshaun Watson, it might not matter what they do in the off-season uh, free agency world or the draft. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to go winner. I'm going to go winner. Because they re-signed Marlon Mack, who I like at running back. You sign Isaac Rochelle for some depth at edge defender. But the big one was Carson Wentz. 
you know, Philip Rivers retiring. Um, they trade a, a 2021 third rounder, a 2022 second rounder uh, for Wentz, and away you go. And now you're trying to just, uh, you know, plug him right in. He knows Frank Reich really well. I think that's a winner move for the Colts. The offense is built. The line is built. Everything's built. Carson Wentz now needs to do his part. But that's a perfect situation for him and for the Colts. The Jaguars, they've been very, very active. Uh, Very, very active. I'm going to say winner because they're going for it now. Uh, They made, uh, obviously, you know, the franchise tag Cam Robinson. They went out and got, you know, uh, Roy Roberts and Harris. They made a lot of big moves. Um you know, and I think Harris is going to be able to help them, obviously, uh, you know, the, the former Bear. Um, you know, they go out and get Rayshon Jenkins. I mean, they really short up a lot with their with their defense. Shaquille Griffin, probably their biggest splash even, right? I mean, my goodness, have they been active three years at $40 million for the former Seahawk? Um, and so Jacksonville, they want to get that big, bad defense back. Uh, and boy, oh boy, oh boy, they have really brought in some guys to do that. You get Carlos Hyde at running back. I think that's a really good move uh, as well. A guy who's just a downfield runner, uh, tough as nails, possession guy. And we know Trevor Lawrence probably be there with the number one pick. So winner for the Jaguars. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, I'm going to go middleman here because, you know, look, they cut Eric Fisher, Mitchell Schwartz on the, on the line, but they made up for it by signing Joe Tooney. But he's a guard, not a tackle. Where will he play? That's a lot of money at five years and 80. Uh, they signed Kyle Long, a guard, uh, to help as well. That will help. They signed a tackle Mike Remmers for a year. So a couple of guys they're familiar with are out, and then they bring in new people for the line. So the jury's just still out there. So you can't really say awful or great yet. You just got to see how the line players uh, acclimate to helping and blocking Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but I'll go middleman for the Chiefs. L.A. Raiders, middleman. You know, I mean, Kenyon Drake, I mean, I suppose that's nice. Um, I, I like the Yannick and Dockway signing because they need they really need to pressure the quarterback a lot more than they did in 2020. Um, but you traded Gabe Jackson on the line. And that, I just don't, I don't know. I, you know, I just don't know. So I'm going to go middleman there. L.A. Chargers, I'm going to go winner because they splashed and got Corey Lindsley. For five years and $62.5 million, the talented center to help protect Justin Herbert. And they get Jared Cook at tight end, so another weapon uh, who they're looking for him to replace Hunter Henry. Uh, the Rams, I'm going to go winner, just like the Lions, because I think you know taking a stab, bringing in Matthew Stafford, probably an upgrade from Jared Goff. You get Leonard Floyd as an edge defender. You, or, well, you don't get, you re-sign. Um, so good stuff there by the Rams. I'll put them in the winner category as well. The Dolphins so far, I'm going to put into the winner category because they picked up Will Fuller, great weapon for Tua. Um, they added some depth uh, at, 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 uh, at tight end. You bring in uh, Carter there, Justin Coleman, a corner. I think, though, the uh, and, and Matt Scorey is in at center. Um, I think overall they've had, added some depth pieces and they brought in a playmaker in Will Fuller. So I'm going to go winner for the Dolphins. Uh, Vikings, I'm going to go middle man here. I, I don't, you know, not a lot of splash, not that you need to, because a lot of splash does sometimes lead to, you know, uh, overpaying. I, I mean, I guess everybody overpays at some point in free agency. Uh, Patrick Peterson, we'll see if there's anything left in the tank for the Vikings, but they didn't do anything wildly great, wildly awful. And we'll see what they do in the draft. New England Patriots. I'm going to go winner here. Um, 
boy, Cam Newton, I don't know, man. One year bringing him back, I mean, the guy couldn't throw it down the field. I know Corona hit him, hit the team, etc. But I just don't, I mean, maybe they're going to go in another spot for quarterback. They might run Cam Newton back, who knows. Uh, Bill Belichick's got to have something up his sleeve. I mean, Tom Brady went in a Super Bowl. The Bill Belichick had, I thought, a great coaching year at 7-9. and nine. I mean, you didn't have any playmakers on both sides of the ball. You had the most defensive opt-outs in the league from Corona. Um, you know, to me, he's got to have something up his sleeve. He's got to be pissed off, not making the playoffs, uh, doesn't want to hand it over to the Bills anytime soon long-term. Man, I can't, I just, I, I find it, I find it mind-blowing that you would start and go with Cam Newton as your quarterback when you went out and got Nelson Aguilar, when you went out and got Kendrick Bourne on offense, when you went out and got Jonu Smith four years at $50 million, when you went out and signed Hunter Henry. I mean, they went out and brought four big-time, big-time offensive players into the offense, and... Cam Newton is a quarterback who can't throw the ball down the field. So, they really going to go with him? Yeah. New Orleans Saints, nothing great, nothing awful. I'm going to probably go in the middleman here. Uh, made a bunch of cuts. Uh, they obviously have to really work on the cap there. That's the reason for those. Um, jury's still out on what they're going to do. Nothing way up, nothing way down. Middleman for me for New Orleans here. Drew Brees, thank you for a great career. What a player. Uh, New York Giants, um, yeah, I'm going to go winner. You bring in Kyle Rudolph as a tight end. Two years, $14 million, I think is a big deal there. Uh, and, um, you know, you franchise tag uh, Leonard Williams, signed for three years, $63 million. Um, You know, you, you, you had to keep it. You overpaid for him, obviously, but you had to probably keep him. Um, and the Giants now can, can build, build, build as they move forward. The New York Jets, I'm going to go middleman here. Um Obviously, Carl Lawson, the edge defender, that's a great signing. Um, but, you know, Keelan Cole, Corey Davis, wide receiver. You know, D- Davis is a nice player. I mean, he, you know, he had a couple of pretty good, uh, you know, pretty good weeks last year as a member of the Titans. But, you know, he's not a, he's not a bona fide number one. I think the Jets still could go get that bona fide number one wide receiver in the draft. Um Maybe that's the plan. Uh, you know, we think maybe they'll go quarterback. Is, is it Zach Wilson? You know, they can stick with Darnold. Um, but if I'm sticking with Darnold, I need something more than Corey Davis if he's going to end up being my number one. Um, maybe he's not, but we'll see what happens here with the Jets. I think right in the middle is where I'm at because I think jury's still out on a lot of them, but I do love the Carl Lawson move for sure. He's going to wreak havoc in the AFC East. Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, loser. I mean, they cut four guys, had to, obviously, again, everybody deals with the same thing, cuts and cap and all that. But they haven't really gone out and done anything active at all. They're kind of in shambles to begin with. The whole Carson Wentz fallout, they haven't really done anything. Not even one little, I mean, just one minor thing. So I'll put them in the loser category. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, middleman. Uh, you know, you re-sign Ray Ray McLeod. You know, Cameron Sutton's in at corner for two years and $9 million. Um, nothing blow away, nothing, nothing great, nothing awful right in the middle for me. Uh, 49ers, um, right in the middle also, cause I just don't know if a lot of their guys they signed are exactly what the value is. Uh, you know, like for example, is Samson 
Abukum at two years, twelve million. Like, is that you know? I mean, I know you steal share from the division, but like, do you? I mean, is he going to be worth that money? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, so I, I'm going to all these guys, right? I mean, I just the 49ers are a classic case of did they, did they, did they way overpay or just overpay? Um, if they overachieve, then it won't matter, right? Because the money's the money, and and you got your classic production out of these guys. Uh, their big move was obviously re-signing tackle Trent Williams, a guy who they want to be there for a very, very long time. He is a veteran. I can't believe he's been in the league for a decade already. My goodness. Um, but that is, uh, you know, that's that's a good that's a good one for. Uh, that's a good one for, for the San Francisco 49ers. There's no question about it. Um, you know, he's an OT. He's your blindside guy. you got to have him. Um, he's building quite possibly a Hall of Fame career. Um, you know, and uh, just had one year uh, with the 49ers there. Played his entire career with the Washington football team prior to that. So I really like that move for sure. Um, you know, and, and I think he, and my guy, did he get paid six years, $138 million. But he's one of the elite tackles in the NFL. You had to pay him, so I'm gonna go. I'm at, I'm gonna go winner actually on the Niners. I'm gonna go winner because they kept a tackle in Trent Williams, um, and they've done just enough. You know, swinging and taking some chances. We'll see if they stick with Jimmy Garoppolo as well. Seattle Seahawks. I'm gonna go middleman here because a lot of the moves that they made, I just don't. Again, I don't know what they're gonna do up or down, but 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 they did enough for me to, to at least put them in middleman category because they you know they uh, they picked up Gabe Jackson and uh, I guess Russell Wilson bitched enough to Dan Patrick, so that allowed Seattle to go out and get a guard. Uh, who knows if they'll still trade him? I still find it hard to believe that Russell Wilson would be traded. <laughs> I really do. Um, give me middleman for the Seahawks. Tampa Bay Buccaneers winner. Winner. I mean, they're going to run it back with Shaquille Barrett, Levante David. They franchise tag Chris Godwin. Rob Gronkowski's back. They re-sign their kicker and Ryan Suckup. I mean, I think it's a win. They're going to try to run it back. Brady says that they're going to be better next year. Um, I don't know if you could be better. I mean, what, how are you going to be better? Do you win two Super Bowls at once? Or um, if you're equal to, you win a Super Bowl again. Uh, but but they're going to run it back with their with their core guys and then add depth pieces in the draft. I'm going to go winner for the Super Bowl champs. Tennessee Titans, I'm going to go I'm going to go winner. I'm going to go winner. I think the Titans have had one of the best off seasons in the NFL. Um you know, you you you, you pick up uh uh Denico Autry. I mean, they picked up arguably the two biggest defensive guy, Carl Lawson, you could argue and some others, but but you could argue that that, that the Titans got the two biggest Fish, you know, they brought in the two biggest defensive fish uh, in 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 Denico Autry and Bud Dupree. Uh, I mean, you're talking about two edge guys, two guys who are going to go right after the quarterback. They become formidable, and my goodness, that Mike Vrabel and and his staff, that defense with the physicality and the mix up and, and the matches. Oh, those are great signings right there. So I'm going to say the Titans are in winner category. Uh, Washington Football Team. I'm actually going to put in a winner. Category because they re-signed their kicker in Dustin Hopkins, who I like a lot. Um, you signed Fitzpatrick, which yeah, I wouldn't start Fitzpatrick. I think you still got to go out and get a franchise guy. I think Washington is actually really close to being able to make a playoff run. Um, they just need the quarterback, you know. And I don't know as if Alex Smith got a fair 
shake there. I mean, he came back. He worked his tail off. He started. You know, they made the playoffs. Um, I don't know if he got a fair shake there. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick instead of Alex Smith. Eh, they did bring in Curtis Samuel. I think Curtis Samuel is one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL, the former Panther. He can run uh, any route. He has great hands. He can play multiple receiver positions. I, I think that's a great pickup for them. They're close. I'm telling you, man, the Washington football team's close to making a run. You know, they have they have really good coaching. They've got some major playmakers now. They've got a generational defensive player in Chase Young. Uh, I think I think Washington I think Washington's dangerous, but again, they're dangerous until the playoffs, right? They're dangerous until they play in a playoff game and they lose to Tom Brady. They lose to the quarterback. They've got to go get the quarterback. So there you go. There's kind of my takeaways. A little bit of quick hits on NFL free agency up to this point. Uh, it's going to be wild, man, watching this go uh, the rest of the way here. Uh, I'm super, super, super pumped. Uh, to see what is uh, what's next for for all these teams, where guys land, any trades, Deshaun Watson, what's next? You know what's going to happen in the draft. Uh, the NFL does not ever ever have ever have an off season. That is for sure, folks. You know that this tournament season, you got to take care of your hair and holes with the best tools for the job. We're talking about our sponsors. Yes, our friends from. Manscaped, the global leaders in male grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with a Manscaped performance package to keep all your hair and holes tamed. Start taking care of your man parts today with 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com and using code BRAWL for our exclusive offer. Get over there to manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. And a huge thanks to our friends at DraftKings as well. Get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Play with the leader in fantasy sports. You can sign up now at DraftKings.com. Daily fantasy sports. Play, win, compete with your buddies. How is daily fantasy better on DraftKings? Go through the chart online. You'll find out why over 5 million people have played DraftKings. DraftKings.com for more information. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Deezer. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and of course leave five-star reviews and feedback as well. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports, all a part of the Brawl Network. We're on Twitter there as well, at Network Brawl. Check me out all over YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, you name it. IGTV, my ML Sports Takes, and my 9-Minute with Mike Lindsley video sponsors. Thanks for listening so much to the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and Axe Exotic Pets. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com cloud. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Learn the art of filmmaking with Spike Lee or how to bring your creative vision to life with Issa Rae. 
Try songwriting with Alicia Keys and cooking with Gordon Ramsay. The possibilities are endless. With over 100 world-class instructors ready to teach you, that thing you always wanted to do is closer than you think. Get 15% off your annual membership today at masterclass.com slash save. That's masterclass.com slash save. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.